Good. America, my name is Aimeose Frimpong, and you're watching a special edition of The Black Athenians. I'm coming to you live, as I do sometimes, because I think uh, I just did a segment on Rising where I talked about liberal anti-politics, and I think it was good enough for, for me to tell the people. So I'm going to tell you and flesh out some of the arguments I didn't get to in full detail at the time. All right, so you got a, you got a special, you got a double dose of irony this week. All right, so what's liberal anti-politics? So I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to gather around people. I'm going to tell you a story about America, like not just America. I'm going to tell you a story about freedom. All right, so we're born into this world. We have a lot of constraints. We can't do anything. We can't feed ourselves. We can't even move. All of what we do entails us working with other people, <laughs> usually a parent, right? Like we can't do anything for ourselves, right? So the world is hostile. We need help overcoming constraints. All we can do is like whine when we don't get what, what we want. Right? So at large, what that means as you, as you grow older, we kind of organize, uh, you know, how we help each other overcome constraints. Some of them are imposed by nature. Others of them are imposed by convention. I personally have a constraint that I can't get nicer equipment that works all the time which is why I would like you to, uh, you know, go to www.funkyacademic.com and, and pay for me and sign up for five, fifteen, dollars or $50 a month so that I can uh, outstrip the constraint, which is my, you know, mostly appropriate equipment, but sometimes dodgy equipment. All right, so that is a constraint I would like to uh, uh, overcome. And so... We work through society to decide which, which constraints are appropriate to overcome, and then who does the work of risking and working to actually overcome them and how that's arranged for the whole. We want to fund cancer? Okay. We want to go to the space? We want to go to the moon? Okay, we decide how to do that. Now, in pre-modern times, those decisions, what you did for your life and how you got meaning um, through your life by, like, you know realizing yourself above and beyond constraints, those decisions were made by convention, right? Received convention. You, just did, you were a butcher because your parents were butcher. You were a, uh, a baker because your parents were a baker. You joined the military because your parents joined the military. That was just what the community expected of you, so you did it. Or by divine command. Church wanted you to do this, so you did it, right? That was the source of all legitimacy, some sort of received determination of what your role was, and freedom was the ability to do your role as determined by somebody else. If you couldn't do your role as determined by somebody else, then you weren't free. But as long as you could do your role as determined by somebody else, then you were free. Change that with modernity, that became, uh, freedom became an issue of not being able to do your role as determined by your, someone else, but being able to do your role as determined by you. We still had problems to solve, uh, as a community, you know, what constitutes a religion versus a cult, what needs to be produced in general, and then by whom, uh, how did all this work get done, and who risks for the sake of the city, who risks and fights and keeps everything kind of internal. We have all of these issues that still need to be solved, but now who solves them isn't a matter of received command, rather it's a matter of self-government. We decide what needs to be done and what constraints matter, what gets identified as a constraint. Like currently, universal childcare is not identified as a constraint. Some people would say that's a huge burden of freedom, a huge problem for freedom. 
the fact that we don't have university child, universal child care. Some people think that abortion or the access to an abortion doctor is a constraint. And that's a huge problem of freedom. So that we should, we should you know, support and provide abortion doctors. Uh, some people think that instead of universal child care, I think you should do like the universal child care first and a whole lot of other uh, things that make life easier for, you know, uh, young parents. And like, and then like worry about abortions, but I, I'm pro choice. I just think that we could do a whole lot to avoid uh, punishing women for uh, punishing people and disproportionate women for getting pregnant. So like, I, I think we could just be better with young families. So, um, so we have these constraints. We come together as a society to figure out how to overcome those constraints. And now as a matter of self-government, um, we decide how we overcome the constraints. It's not determined for us which constraints are our own responsibility and how to overcome them. Right? That's supposed to be self-government. However, liberals took this idea that you should only do what you consent to do and what you consent to do is what you ought to do a little bit too seriously and now um, uh, feel unbounded by all conventions. It's the, it's, it's freedom as flakiness, right? They feel unbound by all conventions, which means I can tell you I'm going to meet you at nine o'clock. Uh, and then at 845, tell somebody else I'm going to meet them across town, right? That's, that's liberalism. And if you say like, well, you told me you're going to meet me. I made plans based on you, like meeting me. You can say, well, that's oppression. You shouldn't hold me accountable for what I said I was going to do. Um, that's, that's, un, that's liberalism. That's, it finds its ugliest and, uh, probably most costly expression. One of the most costly expressions in like no fault divorce. And by the way, that always affects the kids and usually your finances. Don't let some liberal tell you some nonsense about how that's not the case. Divorce is for rich people. I meet more 60 year old, three and four times married rich white women than like, I didn't like that. That's a whole divorce demographic. I had no idea they exist. They're divorced three and four times because marriage is for wealthy people. So like you got these white women who are married like four times. Um, I didn't know they existed, but they, are, <laughs> they totally exist. And it's all over like a professional class. It's all over class. Like by the time you're married three or four times, like, that's a class marker. Um, four people can't get, afford to get uh, uh, divorced that many times. But yeah, I find all of these semi-wealthy white women in their 50s who've been married uh, like a ton. And it just kind of, they, they, anyway, that's liberalism. <laughs> they all vote Democrat, right? So like that's liberalism. They shouldn't be bound by any convention, even the conventions they put under themselves. So liberalism emerged to deal with external conventions allow, and allow for self-government. But then it, um, it, it sustains itself by dealing, uh, by just casting off all conventions. And that's why, and including meaning-making conventions, right? So, and this is how you get to anti-politics around certain issues that liberals hold dear. For example, healthcare, right? Healthcare is an anti-political issue. Like, you deal with healthcare in order to get, a, like, for health not to be a problem, to not be distracted by health. You don't deal with healthcare for, because you get meaning out of your colonoscopy. Having had one, my colonoscopy was a bit of a spiritual experience because I said no to the drugs, I've, I've never actually had like drugs. So I, I just said no to them and I, and I, and I had it au natural. So that was a bit of a spiritual experience, but for the most part, it's not really a meaning making experience for, um, uh, for most people. It's just something you do so that you can do other things that are meaningful. 
You know what's not like that? Government. What's not like that? Marriage. What's not like that? Church. Church is what you, those things are what you do when you realize yourself, like, um, meaningfully through the institution. It's not something you do to get away like health. Same with environmental protection, right? You do that to get away. I don't want to have to deal with industrial waste. Waste. So like I'm, I, I'm pro environment because I don't want lead in my water. Not because I get meaning out of having clean water necessarily. I just get degradation out of having lead in it. So I need that away. So that's a politics of just getting that stuff off of my plate. If you take that politics of getting stuff off of your plate and bring it to the political arena where you put stuff on your plate, that's going to be a problem. That's, that's a huge problem because then you have all of these meaning-making institutions that you're treating like uh, institutions of immediate freedom. Like, ah, I, 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 I break the law when I feel like it because the law is not really for me. Or like I break the marriage and all the church, all this stuff is, works for me when it works. But then when it doesn't work for me, I just kind of toss it off because it's not, um, because if, if it goes against my immediate um, desire and I can't do it in my immediate consent, then it's oppression, right? So that is the problem with liberal anti-politics. It actually destabilizes all institutions. So what happens is you go from self-determining yourself as a thing, as a kind of thing, as a kind of person, to your characteristic feature being that you're unbound by all kinds of things, which means you're nothing and you're probably depressed, right? Because you don't have any, you don't have any meaning in your life. You can't even understand yourself. You're not tied to anything and nothing's tied to you. Um, and you can't actually be anything because to be something is to like choose a constraint and work on it. Choose a constraint to go after like overcoming a different constraint and setting a new constraint. Kind of went over this a little bit. I foregrounded you. I'm kind of Mr. Miyaging for the folks at home. If you look at my uh, Politics and Infinity uh, video from last week. But in order to self-determine, you need to have a self that overcomes con given constraints by establishing new constraints. I self-determine myself as an engineer because I am the kind of person who has the skill to build a bridge from here to there. I can't overcome all constraints. I can overcome this constraint. And in that way, I distinguish myself from other people. And I am an engineer. Now, it's worthwhile, not because it's on the market um, to, to go from here to here. It's worthwhile because we've decided that um, this is a constraint that we, uh, we think that we should deputize someone and pay them and provision them to overcome. And that is, that is real politics. Not the politics. So you answer big questions in politics. You answer, and I wrote a few of them down. Um, you answer big questions like what constitutes a cult <laughs> versus a religion? Because we have a freedom of, you know, we have a freedom of religion, but that doesn't mean you can, you know, start marrying infants to people, right? So, and say it's part of your religion, right? So we have to decide what constitutes a cult and what's a legitimate religion. What, uh, how do you tame or expand the market so that it's dynamic, but not overly carnivorous? These are, these are political issues. Do you fund cancer research or a space force? Like what gets produced and what obstacles get named as important? Right now, black freedom is not an obstacle that gets named as important. So there isn't really a public purpose 
to securing black people uh, economic inclusion or, you know, self-standing or self-determination, real self-determination. Right now we live where white people say we can live. We lived in the South until white people chased, like, I mean, you know, pretty much terrorized at least my parents over. They fled with, my mom fled with the Great Migration to California and California, the, the tech people in California have decided that I can't live there anymore by pricing us out so black people are fleeing California. So we pretty much are not self-determining. And our self-determination isn't really a, a problem for America. Unfortunately, we should make it a problem for America because then we make a public purpose out of figuring out how to overcome the constraints that black America faces uh, in, in securing its self-determination against more predatory forces within America. Right? So if you have a problem, institutions, you don't get rights by being a human. I'm going to do a whole other show on this probably. Maybe the Friday, maybe the Friday after that. You don't get rights by being a human. You get rights by joining in institutions that then grant rights. And you get rights by being the kind of thing that can join in institutions that then grant the content of those rights will be determined by the institutions. So don't talk about human rights. Talk about institutions that are failing you. Involved an institution supposed to identify and help surpass like constraints either given by nature or given by other people who are predatory on you, uh, then that institution's not doing its job. So, uh, talk about oh, yeah. So, why is this a liberal thing? Liberal things, like I said, they they said, uh, they beat the pre moderns at their game and saying, like, no, I don't, I'm not differentiate myself from other members of this community and my role as a member of this community, based on what you say, I'll differentiate myself from other members of this community in my role as a butcher, baker, plumber, priest, whatever, based on what I say. And then we'll just kind of work as a community to figure out what all we need, and then like we'll, we'll come up with the, the division of labor and risk, rather than something that's not us come up with the division of labor and risk for us. right? So liberalism was good that way, and it put it all towards the market, and it was like, yeah, it's great, dynamic, fantastic, great. I'm free from convention. I don't have to do what my grandparents did. The problem is going to be that um, all right, so the problem is going to be that that uh, emancipation from given convention is going to be confused for self-determination, and self-determination is really putting yourself under a convention that you actually had a say in determining not being unbound from all conventions. Being unbound from all conventions is just means you're a flake who expects the world to just provision you somehow. Magic. Oh. So I hope that this has been clear. Self-determined. And this is actually, this is not what the founders fought for. Right? The founders did not fight for freedom, fight for freedom as flakiness. There's this great letter uh, written in 1823. Thomas Jefferson's on his way out, writing the, to, to Adams about what he thinks heaven will look like. And uh, he thinks heaven's going to look like Congress, right? Where you debate public problems like with your peers and you distinguish yourself by how you debate public problems with your peers. You get your meaning through interacting in the institution. Not by just being free to abandon it. You get your freedom by engaging. Right? That's not healthcare. You don't get your freedom by your colonoscopy. Your colonoscopy allows you to go and do other things um, without the fear of cancer. So I hope this has been helpful. Um, so insofar as healthcare politics is an institutional issue, we need to talk about the provisioning of services and like this bill. Like I don't want... 
like the oppression of healthcare is having um uh having to pay having to work 10 years to pay off a bad diagnosis like to pay off for chemo or something like that that's the oppression of healthcare your health your health is your health uh, you can have healthcare under an authoritarian regime look under an authoritarian regime with a command economy and state church and asymmetrical marriages you can have healthcare and environmental protection because th those things aren't about necessarily democratizing power right healthcare isn't necessarily about democratizing power it's only about democratizing power when your health bill then comes to consume all of your free time and all of your work disposable income that's a pro but that's a problem in civil society it's screwing up your civil freedoms like something natural like uh like i said a bad diagnosis or diabetes or whatever is starting to screw up your your ability to actually work for yourself or work and spend your own money your own way that's a problem for your freedom right and that's a problem as a civilian that's not a problem as like a human so this idea that we have human rights um is 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 distorted rights come from institutions the question is is the institution imposed upon you in which case like you have the rights that the institutional rights that i don't know that whoever authoritarian regime says you have or do the rights you have is the institution an institution that you come up with uh, you know with peers either way you're under a role you're under an institution if you're going to want to be free if you think freedom is this idea that you're unbounded by all institutions, what you really want is flakiness. And you're not going to actually be a thing. You're not going to be recognizable to even yourself. So if you have a problem with uh, the way we've indicated or dictated which constraint matters in your life, find the institution and and figure it out don't call it a human right no these are all institutional rights and you we might we we labor under many failed institutions actually black america labels under labors under a failed state like when you look at black people getting hookworms and black people having lead in their water and getting shot by the the cops like we we are pretty much in a we are in an internal colony within a functional state we are like under colonial governance um, and you know, your black CBC members are just collaborationists. <laughs> they're like, they're like the Jews who helped Hitler, like gather other Jews in, in, in world war two. So, um, I mean, like, look, Kamala Harris is a cop. Like, I don't, I don't understand how we should be celebrating this in this America. I hope this has been helpful. Remember rights come from institutions, not nature. Also, freedom doesn't mean unbound from all conventions. It means having a say in the convention. Right? It doesn't mean undetermined. It means self-determined. And that's a difference because your determination comes through the institution. Um, because you can't just give yourself a determination outside of an institution. I can't just say, I own that car. And because I'm self-determined, uh, uh, I can now like just get in and take the car. That's not, that's not how, it, that's not how freedom works. No, like fr the freedom, uh, to own that car comes through the institution of property, which is recognized by other people who then have the capacity to say like, even though I really want the car, I know it's his, so I won't take it. In that way, you have rights within the institution. 
and that's self-determining insofar as you have decided what constitutes a property right or like we have decided uh like you know what kind like tax policy so that cars don't get repossessed or whatever so insofar as you have a say in the institution a fair say and knowledge then you are um Like insofar as you as you have a fair say, uh, then in the institutions that you put yourself under, you're free. You are self-determining. So you have to have the ability to persuade and be persuaded and participate in the public process and all of that. Uh, good. So I hope this has been helpful. Tell all your friends. Anti-politics is unfortunately very popular trying to fix that, but I am, I am but what Negro, one Negro. And if you like what I'm doing, you need to go to uh, www.funkyacademic.com and sign up. Peace. If you appreciate the work I do every week and you think that I should continue to do it because I'm giving you the quality of political knowledge and insight that will help you not squander your life and kind of rescue meaning from it, then go ahead and go to www.funkyacademic.com and kick in five, fifteen, or fifty dollars a month, or make one enormous donations. I like the monthlies because it allows me to budget more, and that'll help me, you know, with a marketing budget or getting better equipment that works all the time. Because a lot of, in a lot of ways, freedom means having equipment that works every time you turn it on. <laughs> and I want to be a free Negro. So, um, if you like what I do, go to funkyacademic.com and. Contribute. Thanks often comes in the form of cash. And the site takes credit cards. <laughs>